0: Matthew Stafford is on. We will get back to making fun of um, some no, of the... Uh, let's
1: ask Matthew Stafford about it. Yeah. No,
0: let's not do that. Let's not put that man in that yeah. position. What's Why not? Why not? Why Welcome not? LA. Why not? Why not? LA.
1: This is the show, baby. This is the show.
0: Yeah. Ma- Matthew Stafford, quarterback of your L.A. Rams with us here. I, Ma- you ask him then. I'm not doing that to this All right, man. I'm going to
1: ask him. Matthew, I'm from Detroit. I love you, baby. I was so excited <laughs> that you were traded here. Because I know what you can do, and I know what you're about. But I want you to keep it 100 with me, brother. Please keep it 100 with me. Your former head coach had a pencil in his ear that he did not need. It was a prop. It was basically an earring in the top of his earlobe. How did you feel about that pencil in his ear?
2: Well, I hear where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. But to his credit... I was in many a meeting with him one-on-one where the pencil came out and he uh, turned a piece of paper over and drew some plays up. So I think it's probably started out as a thing he did and used all the time and became into a habit. But uh, it, it did come out once or twice. I'm not going to lie to you. It came out once or twice, Matthew, okay, and he used that thing.
0: Okay. Matthew Stafford, you, sir, are a professional yeah, quarterback. Pro- you got no yourself
2: out of that. He <laughs> grilled
0: you with a tough question out of the game. You are a freaking pro, man.
2: Right. I, told enemy, pro quarterback. I told you, baby. I told you, man. I told you. Long time, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I told you.
3: No,
0: I, no there, that is – see, I just – I'm glad that you admit it because that's the thing about quarterbacks that I admire the most. We ask you some tough. Tough-ish sometimes that you gotta gotta maneuver around, and you handled that brilliantly.
1: Nice job, nice work. <laughs> Georgia, that's it. that Georgia education, baby. That's that Georgia. Education. There you go, right. there nice you go.
0: Job. Now, hey, let, Matt, so let
3: me go ahead, Matt, oh, go Matthew. Ahead, Scott, let go. me let me jump right in. I'm I'm dying to know this. We were talking about it before you got on here. We heard when you got traded that you and Kershaw went to school together. Can you talk, tell us about your relationship with Clayton growing up and how close you guys either were, or maybe still are? Talk to us about that.
2: Um, yeah, so I uh, I grew up playing youth sports with Clayton. We were on the same soccer team growing up as a kid. That was kind of the first time I uh, I met him. We played baseball together for forever, um, football, basketball, really all of it. Um, grew up in the same kind of town and, and uh, you know, played sports all the way um, through middle school. And then in high school, he played uh, – he was actually my center for my freshman football team. And then he quit after that and uh, went to baseball, just stuck with that full time. He uh, obviously – dominated there and then went on to his, you know, incredible career here. Um, we were obviously uh, closer back then than we are now. You know, our paths kind of went separate ways. He went, um, you know, obviously straight into the, into the majors, and I went to college and played football, and our schedules are different. We we're in different parts of the country, but I've always been a big fan and, and obviously uh, pulled for him, you know, from a from a far way away. It's going to be nice to, uh, to be able to do it close to him now, which will be great.
0: Matthew Stafford with us here, and I heard you chuckle when you said that he was your center and then he quit after one year? Why did you chuckle when you said that? Was it What did he, what did he say to you when he, went, when he needed to quit football?
2: And tell the truth, well, Matthew. I mean, tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, he got kicked out of a game once as my center. Uh, I got hit late. He backed me up and hit the dude late, too, and got kicked out. So I've always uh, appreciated him having my back. But I think we all knew – uh, that the baseball was his path. He was an incredible player from even a young age. He always had that tenacity and that curveball in the back pocket. So uh, he's, he's been a great baseball player for a long time. I think we both, the way I like to say it is we both picked the right sports. I played baseball a lot growing up with him, but um, I'd probably be on a bus somewhere in the minors still trying to hack it up. If I was in playing baseball, uh, I'm not sure he would have made it to the uh, to the NFL if he played football, but we picked the right path, and uh, it worked out for us. Yeah.
0: Now, let me ask you this, because you obviously you mentioned your history there, but that, you know, your paths were a little different. But I would imagine as someone who was his, you know, friend growing up particularly, you know, when he was losing in in some of these big spots, right, and you know he's arguably the greatest ever, right, because the playoffs can be so cruel, right, these one-game situations or these series that can turn on a dime. Um, You know, he spoke recently to The Athletic about how – when he won, the weight was obviously lifted off his shoulders. But what surprised him was the people he heard from uh, throughout his entire life about, "Man, we thank God this happened. We're so freaking happy for you." Like, how did you feel when he finally broke through and won a championship?
2: Um, I felt exactly like that. Uh, it, it was cruel for him. You know, you, it wasn't even one game for him. I mean, it was it was one inning every time. You know, like it was like every. He'd have six great innings, and then something quirky would happen. He'd give up a few runs in the seventh, or whatever it was. It was these these, these anomaly innings that were that were getting him. And and uh, you know the finality of the playoffs is such a brutal thing to to take as an athlete, whether it's football or baseball or whatever it is. But your season is going and going and going, and the possibilities are endless. And then all of a sudden they're gone, and uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. So I was just so happy for him. I think everybody in the you know in baseball knows what kind of player he is and what kind of pitcher he is. Um, It was just nice to have that validation of of winning one. And uh, I know it was huge for him and obviously huge for the Dodgers. Hey,
3: Matthew. Excuse me, LZ. Uh, Matthew, when you you got traded to the Rams, I'm curious to know what it's like for a player like you who's been in the league a long time, put up phenomenal statistics, one, had the taste of winning, but was in a traditionally losing organization. What is it like to say, okay, this time of my career, I get to go to a team that's building and winning in a really cool market with a brand-new stadium? Just what's that like for you?
2: Um, it's exciting. Um, you know, obviously there's a bunch of great football players here, a team that's won a bunch of games. Uh, the head coach is, is a talented guy. Uh, you know, somebody that has a great passion for the game and, and uh, especially the offensive side of the ball, which is exciting for me as a quarterback. Uh, you look at his track record with quarterbacks, guys have played really, you know, at a high level, um, you know, under his uh, coaching. So I'm excited to get that opportunity. I'm excited to be a part of this organization. It was no doubt difficult for me to leave Detroit. I was there for 12 years. It was my home. It's where I became a dad and, and a husband. All these things, huge events happened in my life there, and I'll always have a special place for that for that city. Um, the Fords were amazing to me, my time there. I love playing for them in that city, um, but I'm truly excited about this opportunity Um, I know that this team has a, you know, a bunch of expectations and that's something that's, you know, really exciting to me. Um, I can't wait to be the quarterback of the Rams and and see where we can take this thing.
1: Uh, Matthew, I'm glad that you mentioned
2: your roles
1: as a as a father as well as a husband. How is your wife Kelly doing? Um, For those who don't know, she had a health scare a couple of years ago or, or last year, was it? uh two, 2 years ago Two is to two years ago she had a health scare a couple of years ago how was she doing and what did that do for you in terms of shaping your perception in terms of mortality
2: um yeah i mean uh, it was a it was a huge life changing event um she uh she handled it like a champion um you know she got through it as, as well as i think anybody can but it's 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 something that uh you know one day you feel fine and the next day uh you know you've told you got a brain tumor and you got to get it out and all those kind of things so it's, it's a big uh, a big thing we had children at the time so you know that brings in that whole uh, that whole aspect of it as well um, you know I'm lucky uh, to be the dad to those to those four girls now and, and to the husband to Kelly so I'm uh, I'm blessed I love it um, it's it's something that puts everything in perspective there's no question about that uh, football life all of it um, it's something that until you have kids or go through something like that it's it's tough to explain um don't wish you know a healthcare like that on anybody but uh it, uh it does help put things in perspective and something that we came out stronger from
3: all right dude so what's next i mean you're here now right you've, you've made a nice video at sofi stadium by the way whoever produced your video your goodbye video to detroit brilliantly done who did that
2: that was uh that was a lot of the lions uh you know media department and pr uh we kind of worked jointly on that i wanted to figure out what the what the right way to say, you know, thank you was to to an organization in the city that meant so much to me. I didn't want to take an ad out in the paper, and I don't have Instagram or any of that stuff, so there wasn't a, an avenue for me. So it turned out great. I'm really yeah. uh, I'm really happy with it, and, and meant a lot to me.
3: Right. So what no, now, man. though? Now that you're the quarterback of the Rams, excuse me, George. What now? What do you do? Do you come here? Do you move here? Do you start studying film? Do you start studying the roster? What do you do now?
2: Um, all of that. <laughs> you know, I've got to uh, I got to pick up and move uh, move the family out to the West Coast. Um, you know, get settled in. And the quicker, quicker I can get, you know, everybody around me comfortable and settled in, the, the quicker I can turn to football. And, and uh, I'm obviously going to do everything I possibly can to get, get up to speed. It's going to be a little bit of a different off season again, I think, this year. So we'll have to find ways, creative ways to get together as, as a unit and as a team, um, you know, to kind of build that bond and, and obviously work on football. You know, that's something that takes in-person, hands-on uh, time to be as, as good as you want to be. So we'll find, uh, we'll find time to do that, and, and I have no doubt that we'll, um, you know, we'll be ready to go when it, uh, when it comes Sundays in the fall.
0: So Matthew Stafford with us here, the quarterback of your Los Angeles Rams, joining us here on Sedano, LZ, and Cap on 710 ESPN. So we talked about your relationship with Clayton when you were younger, but you also had a relationship previous to becoming a Ram with your new head coach, Sean McVay. Where did that relationship stem from?
2: Um, I really just kind of, uh, you know, I bumped into him after games. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, have a great appreciation from, from afar, uh, just at, at, at how we called the game and how he coached the team. Um, you know, had some conversations before and after games when we played each other, uh, both when he was in Washington and out here. Um, and then, uh, you know, my wife's brother knows him, uh, from way back in their high school glory days when, uh, when Sean was still spending it. So, um, that was, uh, that was a cool connection, but uh, I'm just – I'm excited. He's he's a guy that has a ton of energy, as I'm sure everybody out here knows. He loves the game of football. He's passionate about this team and, and this fan base and this organization, so I'm excited to uh, to jump in there with him and, and uh, get this thing going.
1: I have two questions for you, my friend. First is, how in the heck did you two both end up in Mexico at the same time so that you can actually have a conversation during this free agency period?
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, that was honestly one of the wildest coincidences of my life. Um, you know, we uh, there, there were a bunch of dudes from the NFL down there. I swear, everywhere I turned, it was Drew Brees, it was Sean Payton, it was Wit, it was I mean, it was all sorts of people out there. Um, so it was a, a crazy coincidence, um, you know. And, and after the thing was done, it was it was cool to be able to be in the same place and uh, and uh, celebrate it a little bit. So that was that was an interesting and uh, and crazy time.
1: And the second question for you, and it's probably going to make you uncomfortable, but you'll find over the years that you'll be in L.A. I ask a lot of questions that will make you uncomfortable. (laughs) And and this question is this. Jared Goff, the man you're replacing, has won a lot of games and a lot of postseason games. I believe you are the better quarterback, but you don't have those postseason wins and you don't have those regular season wins. So for the people who don't know how you play and only know the statistics in the wins and losses. Can you please share with them how you're planning on helping us get back to the Super Bowl and winning the damn thing despite having nothing they can point to to suggest you're able to do that?
2: Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is just be the best version of myself. Um, I can't come in here and try to be Jared. You know, he had great success here with the team um you know he had some unbelievable years here as well that were uh that were really fun to watch so I I have a ton of respect for him and his game um I understand that the shoes that I'm filling are big shoes and uh I've got to come in here and just be the best version of myself I think that's all we you know we can be um but I know that I'm gonna give everything I possibly can um to make us uh you know as good of a football team as we can be uh when it comes to Sundays and all that I'm gonna play with all sorts of uh passion and tenacity that I always have and and I love this game. Um, I love this game. I have a ton of respect for it. People that have played it before me, um, everybody that's in the league now. I, uh, I, I truly do love it and I'm excited um, to have this opportunity to have that pressure of, hey, let's go. Uh, let's go put a, a great season together and see where this thing takes us. You know, that's kind of uh, that's kind of uh, exciting for me and something I'm really looking forward to. Yeah.
3: And Matthew, you know, when when LZ asked an uncomfortable question, he looking right at me because I've said, look, I don't know great statistics, bad, traditionally bad organization, and the wins aren't there. Could you just give us a little thought on when you have been in your circumstances, but you think you're a winner? I mean, maybe it's you won a high school championship. Maybe it was an SEC title. But it's been a long time since consistent winning. What you plan on bringing that says, hey, everybody, follow me. I'm a winner.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, I mean, I feel like I just answered it, but uh, I, I understand what you're asking. Um, you know, it's just to be who you are uh, and who I am if somebody loves this game and somebody's going to do everything he can to make this game or make this team as, as good as we possibly can be. Um, you know, when I was in Detroit, we didn't win as many games as I wanted to. Could I have been better? Hell, yeah, I could have been better. There's no question about that. Could we have had, um, you know, maybe some some better, uh, you know, pieces around? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, this, this game is a crazy game uh, year in and year out. Uh, you know, teams are either making the playoffs, they're not. They're winning Super Bowls, they're not. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of parity in this game, and, and you got to go out there and prove it every year. When I was in Detroit, we didn't do it as as much as we should have or could have. And and you know, am I a <coughs> excuse me a big part of that as a quarterback? Absolutely. So can I be better? Yes, and I'm looking for myself to be better um, and be the best version of myself. And and if I do that, I'm comfortable with uh, with the results, and I know they'll be good. All right.
0: Now, now Matthew, this.
1: Oh, go ahead. Real
0: quick, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, You had mentioned about being in that weird circumstance. You found yourself like a million to one shot next to Sean or within the same area as Sean and all those NFL guys in Mexico. Now, we found out from your new defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, because he goes way back with Sean. They're like brothers, basically, came up together, that your head coach is like supposedly like this Justin Timberlake-like dancer, and then he came on and said he gives himself a vodka or two, and then he may even be better than Justin Timberlake. Now, when you were in Mexico, did you see your head coach have a couple vodkas like he told us and get down or no?
2: Uh, I didn't see too many dance moves. Obviously nothing that rivals Timberlake, but uh, (laughs) uh, we definitely celebrated and had a good time when it all went through, so I was excited about it.
1: So my question to you is, my friend, why won't you do Dancing with the Stars? As I said, I'm from Detroit, so I know all your interviews. And there was a period in which Calvin Johnson was being talked about was Dancing with the Stars, and they came to you, and you said, ah, not for me. Why? Why,
2: Matthew? That's not my deal. That's not my deal. Um, I don't need that. Uh, Maybe when I'm done playing, but I got a lot of years left in me to playing football, but I'm not doing that thing while I'm playing. I know that. Uh, if if I ever did it, I'd be retired. Can you dance? I mean, we can find out. Oh, okay.
0: Can you get like a video and we can that, post me.
2: it? George,
1: George, George, that doesn't sound secure to me, George. I don't want to put him on the spot <laughs> like that.
2: Because I'm not securing it. <laughs> matthew
0: stafford the new quarterback of your los angeles rams man listen thank you so much for making time for us we really really do appreciate it Uh, we will hopefully talk to you again real soon stay healthy stay safe and and best of luck welcome to
1: la baby thank you
0: all right man take care there he is uh matthew stafford